I was talking with a friend the other day and he was telling me about someone who I was talking with a friend who had a friend who okay. who was who wanted to do a stand-up routine. Okay. And he said, "Hey, can I practice my stand-up routine on you?" Oh no. And the guy said he he was so hard cuz he had to humor it, but it was not good. Oh no. Well, in it what was, way? It, was, it just wasn't funny. Just was not funny like this woman who was doing it or the guy, I don't even know what it was, like just so bad. But it made me think, what would what if you had to do a stand-up routine? It'd be so hard. I think stand-up comedy, the bar is so high because either people are laughing or they're not. Yeah. You do a podcast? Maybe, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just like a thoughtful silence. Actually, okay, it's funny that you bring this up because um, I took for my husband's birthday, I, I took him to see his favorite stand-up comic. Oh. Yeah, a guy named Nate Bargatze. He's from um, Nashville. But anyway, we went and saw him. And the comedy club where we went to see him, they do... Um, stand-up lessons. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought as a teacher, oh, I would love... Yes. I mean, it sounds absolutely terrifying, oh, but I think it would make it you would be, such an amazing teacher. It would be so hard. I was on a long car trip recently, uh -huh. and my my phone wasn't hooking up to my car, uh -oh. and there were no radio stations. This is like five <laughs> Did hours. Did you do your own routine? Well, I started to try to... I just, as, a, as an experiment, I tried to think of one. Oh. I couldn't do it. It's so hard to think yeah. of... Even, actually, I shouldn't say that. I should, I should fess up. I thought of one joke. Oh, what was Can it? Can I try it out on you? Okay, yeah, please. pretend I'm saying okay. okay. This is all I've got. This is my, this is my routine. <laughs> okay. And this is kind of obscure. I've tried this out on one other person and they didn't understand the reference. So oh, and it, mm, that did, I can't guarantee. Th that did not help. Okay. okay. But okay. just goes to show you how hard it is. Okay, here it is. All right. Hey, have you ever seen any of those old Al-Qaeda training videos where they're out there in the desert on like monkey bars? Yeah. Okay. What, what are they training for exactly? Are they going to invade a playground? Uh. That's, a, <laughs> that's all I've got. That's but pretty good. It's uh, no, it's not good. No, no it's, it's not. It wouldn't work. It well, would. It would be at best filler material in the amateur hour in a pretty average night somewhere small. I think. <laughs> I like how you just kept qualifying it, but I really like how your voice just got lower and lower. Somewhere small, but you know, um, a small venue. I think venue. you know it's hard because it's it's. Terrorism is one of those hard things. It's like, how do you make it? How do you joke about terrorists funny? and monkey bars and stuff? Mm -hmm. I know, right? Because, but that's a lot of comedy has to have that kind of edge. That's where I think I would fail super miserably. Is that in the academy? You know, you always want to like contextualize every comment and right. do all these things, and then by that time, it's just not funny. Whatever it is, oh, you know, yeah. like you take all the edge off, right? In order to be precise, and then yeah. I yeah, mean, exactly. I've often thought like, you know, okay, so how my, it, humor was really valued in my household growing up. Mm -hmm. And so we would all try and make each other laugh. Mm -hmm. My siblings are really funny. And um, I try to be funny too, but I've never really thought about like, what is the style of humor that at least I find to be the most right. humorous? I don't know. because yeah. So punchlines to me aren't really, mm -hmm. I, I've never... Done those naturally. Right, right. No, I, yeah. I don't either. I, it just seems like what a joke should be. But I guess stand-up doesn't have to have punchlines, but a yeah. lot of them do um, at any rate. My wife's yeah. favorite kind of humor are, is like people tripping and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the, like like, the fail like, army fails of the week. Oh, we, we do that 
every week we sit down and watch <laughs> those like babies. This? Does oh, she yeah. like the old movies where, like, I'm trying to think of kind of the old comedy routines that, like, boing, you know, like that yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, I don't even know if she would get into It's more like, maybe kind of more like um, like Chris Farley kind of stuff. Oh, you know? I love like, Chris Farley. Um, what's the Chris Farley movie where he's, like, always getting, like, slammed in the face with a pan? I guess that's, like, oh, every, every Chris everything Farley. maybe that he's in. But I, The one what? with David Spade where they're, like, on oh, a Oh, yeah, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah I Tommy love Boy. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, you, yeah, I think Tommy Boy is one of her. But that's, you know, that's the... <laughs> He's like, a lot of people go to I just college cr- for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> yeah. I just cringe at that kind of thing. I don't know. What have you What have you learned having done this podcast now through two seasons? Oh, What's what what, what 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 are some what are some things you picked up along the way that were maybe different from what you thought they would be, or better, or worse, or what? Mm. Well, I I have to say, I mean, one one thing that has been an absolute pleasure and honor has been just people who have listened to us and have invested their precious time in our camaraderie. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wasn't really expecting, um, this is going to sound cheesy, but the warmth, the the Mm. warm feeling that you feel when people are, you know, in there with you. And I I wonder if that's something that comedians um, feel like, you know, they're putting themselves out there and then um, when people are laughing or when they're participating in some way, they're like saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Me too. You know? So I think that right. feels, that right. was, that's been a big surprise. That's a good way to put it. I heard somebody talking about boxing, like box, competitive boxing, like uh-huh. on these terms that I'd never heard it before. He was saying, yeah. So when two boxers face off against each other and they do all the pre-fight stuff, like the interviews where they're kind of both sitting at a table, yeah. then all of a sudden they stand up. It's like, they're actually, they're on a team. They're working together to promote the fight oh. and they're actually on a team and their fates are tied to each other. And I think anytime you do something for an audience, it, you, one could get naively, like I would have gotten before doing this, this feeling like, oh, you provide like entertainment or knowledge and then people consume it. And it's like, you're almost like on two sides of this thing, as opposed to being like, no, you're just kind of like, in a way, you're like joining into this group that has the same interests. Yeah. And, you know, yes, there are people who are talking and then there are people who are doing other things, but but just on that note of the warmth and the communal aspect of it. Yeah, that's been really unexpected and and kind of wonderful. How about you? Oh, yeah. Well, what you said definitely. Yeah, I'm just grateful too. Yes. Yes, oh listeners. This this little this we little love this you, little listeners. bonus episode is this little mini non-ep is just in celebration of you. Um um I, yeah, I'm just so grateful that people have listened at all. I think when you do something like this, you think maybe just no one will listen at all. <laughs> Like, that's a real possibility. <laughs> sure. Except for, like, my mom. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, or I, what I've been sort of pleased with, I and I guess I assumed there were people that would be, like, our friends, and they would tune into, like, one episode yes. and be like, hey, I listened to your thing. Great. I know that that's happened, too. And I think one thing that's been more uncomfortable than I thought it would be is, like, just promoting it and having mm-hmm. it out there and just realizing then that you have this group of friends and people who see you all the time who are like, oh, yeah, you have that podcast. And then they feel guilty because they haven't listened to it, which <laughs> in my mind is like, no, 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 there's no pressure to like listen at all. Uh-huh. But it's like they're like, oh, you can tell that when the guilt comes over someone's face, like, oh, yeah, you, how's the podcast going? Yeah, I've meant to listen. And then it kind of trails oh. off and then you have to like forgive them. But there's nothing to forgive because it doesn't matter. You know, it's OK. And so. I, I, I assumed that they would just be like that. I did not assume in any way that we would have the listeners that we've had like across the country and people that we don't even know and things yeah. like that. Like we did not know that anyone, we, I mean, we did this just like on a promise, like with nothing basically. Yeah, that's been really special. I know it sounds silly, but it's true. 
it's been kind of great. Yeah, yeah, it's been special. And so, <laughs> and so, seeing people interacting with things on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, even even being able to see people's faces, like people sharing a picture, and like seeing, like, oh, look at this person. Here's this person. Here's their face. Yeah, they're a real person. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you so Y'all, much. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. all of our southern friends. Has making a podcast so far through these two seasons been easier than you thought it would be, or or harder than you thought it would be, and in what ways? Oh, both, I think. And then I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I think easier in the sense that we weren't really sure. So, dear listeners, um, when we started this, we are working on a big teaching project together. And we were talking about like, okay, so what are some innovative kind of teaching things that we can do and podcasting? Oh, you're doing, you're doing the origin story of the podcast. This is one of our origin stories. We have several. Yeah. Yeah. Depends who we're talking to. (laughs) It's true. But, um, so when we were, we're doing that we thought, okay, well let's, let's just try our hand at this and see, you know, how it goes. And I think both of us were surprised at how smoothly it went and how much fun we had. Do, mm-hmm. do you agree? Oh yeah. Um, at least I I was. And then um, so on that on on the one hand, it's easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, on the other hand, it is um any kind of creative endeavor. I think there's like that. At least for me, there's this initial burst of excitement and euphoria, like oh, we're doing this something and it's really amazing. And then um, to actually finish a job, it, what do they say? Um, like the last ten percent of any job takes ninety percent of the effort, yes, or something. Yes, I think that's just true in any scenario, and it's been true here. What do you think? Oh, totally. Yeah, like if people who do like creative writing talk about this, like writing a novel. Like you right. sit down and you're so excited, and you got the ideas, but then it just becomes work. It's not like it's never fun after you get past the initial burst, but you know, it's yeah. It's so oh, that's definitely yeah. been true. Like or like you know when people just say like, oh yeah, I love your podcast. I'm gonna start a podcast. I always think, oh that's awesome, and I always think in my mind, just be careful. <laughs> It's, it's not it's not that easy. Think. I mean in a sense it's it's weird. It's a paradox. It's yeah. paradoxical because yes, having a podcast is as easy as having some kind of recording device, even your mm-hmm. iPhone or something. Yeah. Talking into it and putting it out there. And putting it out there. All you have to have is like a SoundCloud account or a Squarespace website. You have to be able to host on some site in order to get onto iTunes or Spotify. You can't just put stuff from your phone onto Spotify. But you have to have some intermediary kind of thing. But if you have that, you can do it essentially. So first of all though, it's not free. No right. matter, even at the lowest level, you have to have equipment. True. I mean, you know, we've taken it for granted being in this studio um, and with the generous support we've had to be able to do this. But like if we had to get all of our own equipment and figure out that, I mean, that's most podcasters are doing that. So right. first of all, you're talking about an investment in material. Then you're talking about a, an investment in like in on the computer, on the internet, in like a SoundCloud account or in a website because you have to host it somewhere. And then, and and you can't just do like the free you know, the free um, whatever site because the, the storage is only enough for like one half oh, of yeah. one podcast. Oh, yeah. We've learned, we've learned a lot along learned the way. Learned a lot about just Exchanged like, Exchanged yeah, a lot stuff. of messages like, okay, what should we do now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get this onto Spotify. I can't figure <laughs> yeah. it out. I mean, it's like yeah. there's a huge, there are just a bunch of barriers. So to have worked through that and then even to just like try to advertise something. I've learned a lot just about like Instagram advertising. Oh, and man, like yeah. Just some, we've not done been crazy about social media advertising, but we've tried to boost things just because we want people uh-huh. to see it. I mean, why would we be making it if we didn't want people to see it? And so, yes, yes, you have seen it, oh, listeners. We have gone into the toxic land of social media advertising <laughs> at times. It's true. Little bits, you know, 10 <laughs> yeah. bucks here and there. This uh-huh. is not, it doesn't take a lot, but it's weird because then – you're just getting, you're like learning weird stuff about like when people are on Facebook and like 
how it oh, works yeah. and yeah. how to just everything. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a, it's been a, it's been an amazing journey. Like literally, if we got nothing more out of this, and I think we are going to get more out of this, where you know, I would be like satisfied just having learned things. I guess I wouldn't be satisfied actually. Yeah, but I don't. We've come so far. Yeah. We've come so far. Well, we and stop. maybe we should share with some of our listeners some some um like give them some ideas about what's what we've got planned for the future. Yeah, yeah. So we're taking a little bit of a hiatus here. Yeah. Um, but we've got um we've got plans. We're not going away. Yeah. Permanently. Something, you know, by the time this is released, it will be public information. But something that you all uh, don't know, you may or may not know, is that in addition to um, starting a podcast, um, my family has been in the process of expanding. <laughs> and so I'm going to be having a baby the, really soon. Congratulations yeah, to the Payne family. Yeah, most of the podcast has happened while while uh, family constructing. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll be taking a little bit of time off um, and then – Brian has like a day job, some regular yeah, yeah. responsibilities. Uh, we both have a day job. We both have day jobs. So Leah even has a day job while she's been, you know, she's been teaching yeah. while pregnant all fall. Yeah. Right, all fall semester. I've been yeah. on sabbatical yeah. last fall in 2018. So like yeah. I've been doing nothing. Like I'm just showing up to the studio like we're in sweatpants. She's like carrying books <laughs> no. and coming out of classes and you have meetings and stuff. Well. So it, you've been a super person. I've been basically doing nothing. No, that's, that's, well, that's not true uh, because you're writing machine it's crazy yeah but, but you know but 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 to work i mean that's the thing is like we have day jobs and that's we're yeah. lucky we're fortunate like this has been and we love our day jobs we love it yeah we love it it's fueled everything yeah. but um this is a really a joy though i t- i think of this part as the fun part it is of, a joy but you all i mean you're also working in a sense even through the birth of yeah. the, of, of, mm-hmm. of 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 the baby like and 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 i guess by the time people hear this you'll you'll have been working in a sense yep yep i mean so it's it's really tough i mean to be a woman in academia already, there are issues. But then to be a mom <laughs> in academia, just like it's un- even more issues. It's unbelievable what what <laughs> I could only witness from a distance. So congratulations. Well, it's, thank I'm you. congratulating you on the birth of your child now before it has happened. Because That's when true. people are hearing it, it'll have happened. So I'm saying congratulations to the Payne family, to you. That's prophecy. And to Thomas. It's yes. another little weirdo it's entering into the world. Just another weirdo in the world. So, <laughs> so we're, we're having a hiatus um, for 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 this to happen. Um, but we've got plans. We've got plans. Yeah. We're mostly like in this like dreaming territory of thinking like, should we just keep doing the kind of episodes we've been doing? Obviously, if you've been a listener, you know, season one, we just kind of did longer form, fifty minute conversations mm-hmm. just between us, and I think that was great for just practicing the vibe. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Then we moved to this second season vibe, which was more like we still did the conversation, but we added an interview and we added the Kitsch Corner segment. Yeah. And we've tried kind of a more formal programming approach, like where each episode follows a particular trying to um, be like pattern. A no- we're trying to be a normal podcast. Yeah. And um, I think, uh, at least from my perspective, the adding interviews with some really smart people who know really cool things has been a huge boon to the overall quality. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, but we, we've been experimenting with different forms and we are working on just different ideas for how to continue building mm-hmm. on um, weird religion as a thing. So, I mean, we, we feel like podcasting is our foundation mm-hmm. and then we're kind of like looking at, at uh, potential other avenues. So, mm-hmm. uh, dear listeners, if you have thoughts and, and ideas, of course, we're totally open to those. So Yeah, let's just say as a teaser, we're, we're thinking about, you know, we're thinking like YouTube. Yeah, we might we might 
dip our toes. Might just into dip that. a toe. Just dip yeah. a toe. <laughs> see into see the what that's like. See what it's like. Um, we also have talked about experimenting in some vague way. I mean, we have specific ideas. We don't want to ruin them. We want to like launch them out as huge surprises when they come. But we've also experimented at least thinking about like some storytelling kind of elements. Yeah. I don't know, like genre-wise, like following something. Yeah, instead of standalone episodes right. having, yeah, more of a, of a story or even like an overarching theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that we're, we've got in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, so we're going to be, like, thinking and working and talking about that stuff during the spring weeks and months. And then you can expect to hear more from us. And, I mean, always feel free to tune into our social media accounts because we keep those active no Mm -hmm. matter what. Oh, yeah, we'll be doing that the whole time. We're – well – I shall say this. I'm a, not a very good tweeter, and we've got a Twitter account. I haven't really figured out how to make Twitter work. Are you listening? Are you listening to this and on Twitter, but not following us on Twitter? Why not? <laughs> Write us. <laughs> I just, Brian and Leah. Weird. What, we what's our, what's whole, our Gmail? I don't even remember what our email address is. It's like 58 it's like weird characters long. Weird religion with Brian and Leah. I think. Yeah, weird religion with Brian it's and Leah. At gmail.com. Why aren't you following us on Twitter? If you're on Twitter, <laughs> what's wrong with us? What did we do? Actually, you you have done the Twitter thing. So I, yeah. we split up I know our social what I've media. Done wrong. So no, you've done nothing wrong. You've gone from zero on a very cold and barren f- <laughs> landscape, which Twitter is. And you know we've got like triple digit followers. Well, uh, but That's you know here. As far as I can tell, and we were just talking with our awesome engineer, Kai, about this, is that as far as I can tell, to make it on Twitter, you you really need to be, like, aggressive and controversial mm-hmm. and, like, mean. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's Con- kind there of— There has to be the, some controversy. Yeah, or you, you have to pile something. on, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. or you have to like a lot of stuff. I've noticed, like, so people mm-hmm. who have a certain amount of followers have, like— However many thousand likes. And right. and that means to me, what are you like ever present on Twitter? I, I don't I don't totally get it. So. No, yeah. And so I've I've done our Instagram account. Instagram, yeah. we have more followers in it, but it's a much friendlier environment. Yeah. Much more personal. It's a kinder world. It's a kinder world than Instagram. Instagram. Although you know what I've noticed on Instagram? This is something I, I'm sort of newer to Instagram. Uh-huh. I haven't been doing it for years and years. I just I have like a personal hiking adventure account. That's and then, surprising to me because you're very visually oriented. I know, but I just I know I, I didn't realize how cool Instagram was. I really like Instagram, I should say, for now. There'll yeah, probably be some I in, too. there'll probably be some Instagram scandal in the meantime since we make this and it discredit <laughs> it completely and make me look like a fool. But I've been doing our Instagram account and what I love what I love about it is just yeah the visual aspect I love the communities of people on Instagram what I hate is that people do this thing on Instagram where they'll follow you and you're like oh that's another podcast or that's uh-huh, a thing uh-huh. and then you follow them and then they come back and unfollow you why would you do that I don't know why would people do that I know why people are doing it it's because people are so unbelievably vain that what they're trying to do is lure oh, people into following management. them while also cutting down their list of people they follow because that's how you try to make it look like a lot of people are following me, but I'm not following a lot of other people. That's a signal of importance on social media. Oh, yeah. So it's not like Facebook, mm-hmm. like where you connect with somebody and it's just like you're connected. Mutual connected. It's like on yeah. Twitter. And I think, yeah, that kind of stuff on Instagram, I tell you, this happens bad in like the photography, adventure, climbing, hiking world. Like yeah. to all of you who do that out there, <laughs> shame on you. Just deep, <laughs> just deep, garbage like shame on your head i really like how passionate you are it's so obnoxious because why would you do that why if you like content then follow it don't follow somebody as a trick why would you do that see this is why we're bad at social media because we don't get it i'm not the right kind of person Well, i think there's some truth to that 
I, I mean, I, you yeah. know, I think, yeah. but I think, um, okay. So I was listening to an interview with, um, it's named Jonah Hill. Uh, he's a actor, comedian who has this Maybe. movie about the nineties. Um, yeah, that sounds I think, right. That sounds right. Yeah. And he was talking about how in the nineties in both you and I are children of the nineties, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't cool to like be really into things, you oh, know, and right. like, just be like, I really like this or yeah. whatever, you know, because, because people be, could like, flip it on you and make fun of you and you'd have no recourse because yeah. there was no community on the internet you could run to after school to exactly. get support. That's really true. Right? That's really true. Which is why I hid reading all of my brother's star Wars books, mm-hmm. watching every single star Trek, yep. um, anything. And being really into it. But I hid that when I was like in my regular school self. Right. But anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> That's what people did, kids, back in our day. Back in the day. Back you in our day. that stuff. You just, you took your problems and you did, you just shoved, on you them. shoved them deep yep. inside. <laughs> yep. That's why. That's what we did. That's why we're so emotionally healthy today. Yes. So, so there's that. Um, and I think that, that that's the problem is that, um, when you like mature a little bit, then you're like, I'm going to like what I like and I don't care. Right. You know, who knows it? And um, yeah, I think, but I think you're really right about the politics of social media, which that's the thing that I've been frustrated with about Twitter is I just want to resist that. I just find that to be so frustrating, but um, that's why we're so famous. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're, you know, at the time of this, of this taping, at least we have around 800 people on Facebook, but that that feels like a really healthy, big community to me. Like, that's awesome. Like, I feel really happy about that. Thank you so much, friends. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I think in a way, yeah, I, I just don't think our listeners would expect us to get involved in a controversy necessarily. We should make one up. Of the type that would get you famous on Twitter. <laughs> I, I don't think that's what no. I don't think that's what people it's are. It's not our style. I don't think that's what our group is about, this weird religion. We're like we're not gonna come and like I'm gonna go pick a fight with someone. Let's do it. <laughs> let's it has to be someone that's that's powerful and famous. Yeah, so. you always gotta punch up. You can't punch down. You gotta punch up yeah. and you gotta There's do not it. much farther down to go for us on Twitter. So no, we'd, unfortunately. we'd be punching up with anyone. <laughs> And Instagram's not a good place for that. Do you have a favorite Instagrammer that you follow? Um, yeah, I follow um I follow an Instagram. I should look at my account right now. I've got a bunch. Um on my hiking and climbing stuff, um, this guy named Jimmy Chin, who was on uh-huh. um from the first season, The Mountain. Oh yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, that's yeah, great. He has a huge Instagram following. I really love his photos and just he has like a million followers and that's stuff. That's awesome. So I do that um um, you know, in my personal one. I have two favorite tweeter. Yeah. People, Twitter who, followers. Who are Twitter. Uh, one is called Nihilist Arby's, and <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. If I got, okay, I gotta, gotta go, look I it gotta up. go on the internet. Nihilist and Arby's, and it is frequently, um, it, like, not safe for work, you know, stuff to post, but it's basically sure. like little, like, 140 character, like, tidbits of, of nihilist thought centered around Arby's food in some way. <laughs> It's so funny. Um, and then uh, then the other one is uh, Kim Kierkegaardashian. And it is. It is <laughs> yes, the, I know about that one. The same thing with, um, yeah. I'm trying to read one of these Nihilist Arby's that we could read. You on can't the, even I can't read, read them out loud. They're, they're, <laughs> they're really wildly inappropriate. And they are hilarious. So, yeah, those are my two things that here's I like. One, here's, okay, here's one I think I can read. Here's, and this was this was posted by Nihilist Arby's on, it looks like around Thanksgiving time. Uh-huh. It says, tonight, watch children getting tear gassed down at Arby's where we clearly believe in literally nothing at all. Whoa. Eat Arby's. <laughs> what? 
What's the even I mean? don't know why. And I feel like, okay, this is an indie. I, I looked one time I, I got really into it and looked up like who the person is who actually runs the account. Mm-hmm. I can't remember now, but I think it's like an indie rocker or something. I sent I sent him a a fan note once, but look at this one. On the t- look at this one on the top here. Just read this one on the top. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, yep. It's good. Nyla yep. Starbies. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of great humor, so much great content. I mean, I think that's one thing about doing something like podcasting. You just you go out there in the world, and there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and the question is like, where do you fit? Oh, reminds me, I had an idea. I've never told you about this. What? I had an idea for like a segment. Uh oh, this this may never happen, people. But like, I don't know. The Kitsch Corner did the Kitsch Corner work fundamentally? I, I had one person tell me, give me some Pros very honest feedback. They said. I like the Kitsch Corner. It's funny, but I think it's too incongruous with the topics that you discuss. Like it just comes kind of out of left field at the yeah. end. Then we had another person though tell us, that no, it's great. That. It's kind of yeah. like the Greek version of the sadder play at the end of the serious dramas that kind of gives you a little, that was our like intention. Like a palate cleanser. So I don't know, but here's a new idea. What if you called, what if we did a segment called The Religion Doctors and it would be modeled after one of oh my, my favorite gosh, podcasts called I love it already. Reply All. Reply All has this um, segment that they call, I think they call it like the super something help desk. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they take like really weird IT problems and they try to like solve them for people, but it becomes like a story. Uh, and sometimes it involves like, like it. many levels and yeah. you discover things. Like one time this person was getting Amazon packages delivered to their door repeatedly that they never ordered. That and so is... this was a problem. And they tracked it. And the story that's told is actually super fascinating. So mutatis mutandis, it would be the, like the religion <laughs> doctors, which we are, get it, doctors. Yep. We're religion, not MD, and then not MD, PhD, (laughs) and we would then we would have to solicit like problems from listeners, and we could have like a short phone call with them. They could be existential problems that you're having with religion of any kind. Gosh, they could be like just something that you want to know and you're mad about or that you don't understand. Yeah, or even like people, and we we would like do all the legwork. We would go in, we'd like call people on the phone, and we'd come up and we'd tell a little story and like solve their problem more or less. I like it. Let's do it. Why not? (laughs) Any any like existential yeah. religious problem can be solved in in the span of a podcast. Yeah, totally. Like ten minutes. <laughs> I'm optimistic. Five to ten. Five yep. to ten minutes. So you know, no problem. We could we could we we could, we, could, we could think about that. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, we're going to be coming back with with something at some point soon. So yep. follow us on Facebook. Happy spring. Follow y'all. us on Twitter. You'll make Leah so happy as she has toiled in the soils <laughs> of Twitter. Um, yeah, in the barren landscape uh-huh. and um, and Instagram as well. Um, it's been such a pleasure for us to have, I don't know, just to have done this and to have, we had a guest that I think put this really well um, in the teacher episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's an artist and he said, you know, ultimately making anything, a podcast, a work of art, whatever you make, it's a kind of an arrogant act because you're saying this is worth your time. Listen That's to this. True. And every podcast we've made, we've endeavored through whatever research we've done, through the guests we've found, through whatever, at least the topics themselves to make it worth your time. And I guess in a fit of arrogance, we've said to each other and to you, yeah, we think this is worth it. So we're going to keep doing it for that reason, if nothing else. Thanks, friends. Thanks so much. 